First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Every Thursday, or now maybe Wednesdays. Maybe Wednesday nights from now on. On postwrestling.com and wherever you get your podcasts, we are your NXT friends. 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 Yes, uh, we watch NXT every week, so this week it's kind of big for us. Oh. I don't know if you've heard, but this little show that is on the WWE Network, sometimes, when it it works, uh, it's called NXT. Mm. And now, starting tonight with this debut episode of the season... NXT is on USA. What started off with a whisper is now being screamed <laughs> at the started, top of their lungs. It started with a whisper. Yes, of course. Papa Trips had yeah. to show up in the beginning of the it's, show. It's a big deal today. What a you night. Know, it, I had the day off to yes. all get prepared. I was getting psyched up for today. Ooh, we got a little yeah. bit of the bubbly. We got a little bit of the bubbly. Yep, cheers. That's right. yeah, yeah, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, we did get some a little bit of bubbly. We're celebrating NXT. We're celebrating ourselves as well. It feels like a Saturday, I feel. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a Wednesday. That's, that's because that's because we have the day off. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, yes, it's crazy. Uh, NXT on USA is a big deal for us because we have this podcast where we review NXT. It's a network show, mm. and it, it's not like main roster stuff. Not a lot of people know what NXT is unless you're like a hardcore wrestling fan. So our show is pretty niche. Mm. I'd say it's very like I don't want to say a little cult of a. We have a little cult following yeah. with ourselves and. I feel like now it's just going to get even a little bit bigger. It's on cable TV in the States. Well, yeah, we had a bit of fun this week uh, on Twitter. So we've we've launched our new uh, Twitter, which yeah, is we Up decided, Next Podcast. Yeah, at Up Next Podcast. You can go follow our new Twitter. Help us out. Get the, get our numbers back. We never had a, pod, uh, a Twitter for this show before, yeah. so we just launched it. So go help us out and follow it. And a listener tweets us and goes, Hey, guys, just wanted to make you aware of this. And we, we saw this Twitter and it was... Announcing the brand new show for our network, Up Next, oh, where we cover NXT oh, every week. Like copycats are up. And went, oh, okay. <laughs> and we, we did message the guys. They were super nice about it. They changed the name and everything. But I yes. started to worry. We're going to get copycats. Like, oh, we're going to have to like pay thousands of dollars and trademark all oh this. Oh, my and God. All this. And we're... We're, we're poor. We're millennial. just two poor millennials who can't afford to sue people. So uh, so that was a bit exciting. Yeah. Um, so uh, clearly, I mean, if you're going to start a podcast, because everyone someday wants to start a podcast, just make sure you look up the name of the podcast, because it could be just, taken just already. Just Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick Google. Yeah. But the guys changed the podcast, and we wish them the best. All the best. But we want you to continue listening to our up next the real the ogs yes the og up next and now again tonight was a special night for nxt but it's a little bit of a special night for ourselves it was indeed and um we did announce that we'll be making an announcement today (laughs) we announced an announcement yes and i think the cat's pretty much out the bag i think everyone knows what it is i think so we are launching a patreon not only are we launching, we have actually launched oh. a Patreon. So if you go to www.patreon.com forward slash up next, yes. you can look at everything we have to offer there, oh subscribe to us. We will talk in more detail about it at the end of the show. But once again, 
Cheers to our Patreon. Yes, cheers to our Patreon. Uh, a lot of listeners hit us up on Twitter. I'm at the Brady, and he is at Davey Portman. And they they've been asking us, like, hey, actually, I, I like listening to your show. I'm really into NXT. Uh, I love listening. I want to support. When are you guys going to launch? When are you guys going to launch? I'm getting these messages from so many people, and honestly, uh, I I don't do this uh, for money. I do it because I simply enjoy it, and I'm like, it's it's a good way to get things off my chest. I feel like it's therapy. Yeah, doing a podcast and. Uh, so we decided, you know, hey, if people want to help us create more content, then we're going to do it. So uh, at the end of the show, we'll get into more details about that if you want to stick around and listen. We got some cool stuff. But I feel like we should be getting into some NXT. Let's get into the meat and gravy yeah. of the show. See, we're used to doing a one-hour show. Now it's two hours. So our shows are going to be a little longer each week. But let's start with the Wednesday, September 18th edition, live on the USA Network for the first hour. Uh, I say we get into this right away. Mm. Of course, it starts with Papa Triple H. Now, uh, actually, I was getting a drink when you were... Yeah. I was making you a coffee, to be honest, and then it started. So tell me ex- exactly what um, Chip said. He said, There are moments in life <laughs> where everything changes with the blink of an eye. That's true. Tonight, don't blink. Whoa. Pretty cool yeah. opening. I like Triple H. Uh, he goes, Tonight, we will show you we're not just the future... We are the now. This was a huge promo, and I thought at first it was like a pre-recorded thing. Yeah. And then he says, we are not your kind. We are NXT. Pulls back the curtain to reveal Full Sail, and it is popping. Yeah, Full Sail Live. They changed the setup here, actually. Mm. It looks like they could fit more people than usual, obviously. So they've kind of changed the layout and the setup there. Looks really cool. Looks really clean and fresh. I think also... I think the the mics uh, were definitely on the crowd more than usual yes. for tonight. Yes. I think, obviously, they were excited because it was the first live one on USA. I would hope so. But we've seen some really hot Full Sail crowds, and this just sounded louder. See, I've been to Full Sail before, and it's it's really small. And it, it feels like uh, when you were going for tapings, you'd be stuck there for four hours. So it'd get, it could get really tired or be in a little bit of a lull. So now that it's like live every week, I think that it brings more of an excitement to this crowd. And... It, Tickets to Full Sail now are going to be a hot commodity, mm. considering only a, a small amount of yeah. people. Especially that WrestleMania is going to be in Tampa next year. I bet there's going to be some high demands for the NXT being in Full Sail uh, down there. But Full Sail Live here, USA Network, starts with Triple H. Amazing promo. I did like the fact that it was like a live mic and he came out and pulled. Yeah. It was like when he, the, the memes of him pulling the Evolve curtain, it was like a live version of that. He was like, uh, Triple H, Papa here at NXT. We love him. Uh, but. We start NXT hot off the presses, the the first match, and I, I can't believe they started with it, and I was super excited for this. Well, they also cut right from Triple H to just Mauro on his own. Right. And I thought it was really interesting how they went from Triple H, who is one of those guys, even non-wrestling fans or laps fans, they know Triple H. He's recognized. Yes, he is. It went from him to Mauro Ronaldo, who obviously is a quite well-respected announcer, not just in the wrestling world no, but in the not. boxing and the mma world yeah. so he's quite a well-known face mm-hmm. so right away you've seen that and then it cuts to pretty much the hottest thing at nxt at the moment the most interesting thing going io shirai Ooh, baby so i felt it was drawing people in with a bit of familiarity yeah. and then it was now there's this 
like awesome dark looking Japanese wrestler, yes. women's wrestler. Yes, Because yes, women's yes. wrestling is hot yes, at the is. moment. Yes, it is. And it with this is. awesome music, I thought it was a great opening to the show. Uh, I, I honestly think um, women's wrestling and wrestling having more uh, female fans is like super cool in, yeah. in this world of 2019. Like it's something that they can actually get behind. I was talking to a friend and I was explaining Io Shirai and she, my friend's like, oh my God, I want to watch this. This sounds great. So I was like showing her gifts of Io Shirai. And she's like, mm-hmm. this chick's a badass. Like, you you know, it, it, it definitely can bring in different people, and that's kind of what they want to do. But, as you said, Io Shirai starts off my NXT. Oh, 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 I am a, I'm just the biggest fan for Io Shirai. Shirai gets me high, and I can say that day in and day out. She's in her, like, Kill Bill kind of Akira-inspired yeah. kind of stuff going on there. She looks badass as usual. Um, Moro Ronaldo calls her the Joshi Judas. And then says that she is, in fact, the greatest women's wrestler. I've been saying this on this show, that she is the greatest women's wrestler alive, Io Shirai. But he says it. So when Marl says it, I believe it. Io Shirai, the next opponent in this match, it is a fatal four-way, Bianca Belair. Now, we saw her uh, contend for the title. But now it's like her, her not a last chance, but another retribution here. Because she's been on a bit of a roll week to week on NXT. But the next opponent, Mia Yim, the HBIC. She comes down. Now, she kind of had a little bit of a, I don't know, I don't want to say lackluster match at Toronto TakeOver, but a lot of people weren't very high on it. Mm. Uh, it didn't really deliver, in my opinion. So this is kind of like sh- retribution for her to kind of yeah, get absolutely. that get that like, that like that streak back, get the people behind her again. And then the fourth com- contender here, Candice LeRae. Now, she fought Io Shirai at TakeOver Toronto, and they had what I said was match of the night. And... This match, I couldn't wait to get into this, and it was just crazy. The match starts off, Fatal 4-Way. The winner of this will face Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Starts off, there's a brawl between all four of them. Uh, Bianca Belair gets a military press on Candice LeRae like it's absolutely nothing. Then handsprings against the ropes and hits a moonsault. Um, There's like a... Uh, a guillotine from Mia Yim gets countered into a suplex. Io Shirai hits the 619, the tiger faint kick. She hits like a crazy height, uh, like super high in the air. Shirai gets high herself. She hits a springboard drop kick. Um, Candice hits this like nasty looking face buster on Io Shirai to like the apron to the outside. It looked crazy. Which, but then Bianca hit a fallaway slam. And it's just like this match was nonstop. Oh, it yeah. was like complete action going. Because there's four of them. It should be this way. I, I was... Very happy that it was, it was a like great this. match to start the show with as yeah. well because you could showcase a lot. The crowd were going to be hot for it because mm-hmm. it's the number one contendership match. Um, I'm glad they started with this rather than like some lesser known. Yeah. They had to. They had yeah, to. Yeah, they had to something with a banger, and this did it for me. This delivered, and it continues to. There's a suicide dive from Mia Yim, and Mara Ronaldo says, Tope suicida mama mia by Mia. Uh, really funny. <laughs> uh, the genius of this guy, Io Shirai, with the most beautiful moonsault. It's, it's like, I don't know what's more beautiful, Io Shirai or her moonsault. She gets lots of speed. It's crazy. It. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally think she might have the best moonsault. The, like, to the, off the, the top, to the outside, onto everyone. It's just a thing of beauty. It's amazing. Uh, they cut to commercial, which we are not used to as much here in NXT land because the network just airs like WWE Shop. Yeah. And then it comes back. So now we had to watch commercials. So it's like, oh, I'll, I'll go and get that coffee you should were I, making. Yeah, me. should I get a drink? Should I get my <laughs> chips? Like, oh, wow. Uh, to, be, to be completely honest, there was a commercial on vaping. 
Vaping is bad. Vaping Just is remember bad, that. Apparently. Vaping is bad. Uh, we come back from commercial, and there's a huge Tower of Doom spot where all the women just fall and crumble to the ground. Uh, Candace, like, power bombs everyone. It's a superplex Tower of Doom. It's cool. Um, Morrow somehow mentions Lizzo, the singer. Don't know why. There's an octopus stretch, which looked amazing, by Candace LeRae, but Mia Yim breaks it up, uh, but then eats a spine buster. Io Shirai hits her butterfly backbreaker on Bianca, and we were watching this together, obviously, and you jumped out of your seat. You're like, whoa, that looked like oh, it hurt. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, she gets him, like with the uh, the fairy tale ending, the yeah. angel's wings, hold just holds him up forever yeah. before dropping. It looked nasty. Uh, Lorraine hits a snap German, and then she goes for a poison Rana on Bianca, but it's countered, and she gets flung face first into the corner. Um, and then um, Mia Yim hits the code blue on Bianca for a two count. Bianca then gets up. She double spears two people. She then uh, hits the KOD on Candice LeRae, but Mia Yim breaks it up. Hits the protect your neck mm. on on uh, Bianca, I believe. But then Io Shirai gets involved. Again, it's just nonstop this match. She hits the Meteora, which is the running knees into the corner. Uh, but then she gets thrown to the outside. And Candice LeRae hits a poison Rana on Mia Yim. And then hits the Lion Salt, the Springboard Moot Salt, and wins. Candice LeRae is the number one contender for the Women's Championship. Uh, a little bit of a shocker here. I think a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, just a couple of things I, I really enjoyed in sure. the match. Um, I thought, to start with, how is Mauro's voice going to hold up throughout <laughs> this whole show? Mama mia. I know he's a pro, but he you knew he was giving it extra tonight Mauro to really is- sell how hot this product is. He's the best. He's I, actually the best commentator right alive today, definitely. And I think... For people who are maybe tuning into this for the first time, sure, it's not a big arena, but the crowd was loud. Mauro was selling everything like it's the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. It would get me excited. And I had goosebumps so many times throughout the first part of this show because I was just thinking, wow, this is so exciting. And this right. is something we've been watching for so long. It's like a big deal now. And it, Everyone it involved. Like they're selling themselves. Yeah. Uh, I thought um, I thought it was good. He's, he's fantastic. I love the double spear from Bianca. Yeah. I thought that looked fantastic. Uh, the moment where Mia pushed Io off the top rope, so she went to the outside, but took out Bianca with a crossbody in the yes. process, I thought was very cool. Um, and Poison Ranas. And Poison Ranas. Reverse Hurricane yeah. Ranas, spiking them on their head. That's a damn cool move. Now, we talked a little bit, and I think this is actually good, Candice winning. Yes. This is a fresh feud. We haven't seen Candice versus Shayna yet. Yes. I think Candice takes it. Okay. And I think EO beats down Candice right after, setting up a title match. Yes. And I can see a double turn yes. happening. Yes. Ooh, a double turn. Mm. What? You think EO's going to go face? I think Candice will snap on EO, beat her up with a kendo no. stick, retain the title, and it's. Because EO's like the hot thing right I now. I like evil Shirai. I like too, emo but she Shirai. She do like the. Emo, she doesn't have to go back to being a. Fairy. No one wants to see a, an emo. Sh- no one wants to see emo Shirai as a baby face. I'm right? booking it. I'm booking. Do you it. want? It? Let me ask. Along you. with that hell in a cell between Gargano and <laughs> <laughs> never yeah. happens. One day. One, one day. day. Uh, io Shirai versus Candice LeRae is something I need to see very much again down the line with the title, and I think you're onto something. But maybe not so much a double turn, but you're definitely on something. They announced it in two weeks' time. Yes, so in we're not two weeks. even waiting for a takeover. Nope, not anymore. We have live TV we now. Have two live hours. TV. Two hours to fill, and they gave the they gave these women time, and I'm very happy about that. But Candice LeRae walking back 
to the to the back. She's then confronted because Shayna Baszler's music hits, and Shayna Baszler comes out with the Horsewomen, uh, Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke, and they just kind of they're like the hyenas in the Lion King. They're like, <laughs> you know, they're walking all circling her, and Shayna just like holds up the title. They do a face to face, and that kind of sets up. I felt this was one of the moments you could tell it was live because I think they just stayed on this a bit too long because hmm. you go okay you're either gonna if someone's in your face for that right. long you're either gonna walk away I didn't want to yeah I didn't want to see her get beat and, down I mean it's a nitpick but yeah. I think they just held it on a bit too long here uh, we then get a shot Undisputed Era backstage they're preparing because tonight the the first hour main event is the North American Championship and Roddy is, is getting ready he's being prepared he's like taping his wrists and they're all like you got this you got this it cuts to Velveteen Dream, he's backstage. Now, I don't know if you're a, a Chappelle Show fan like I am, but he's doing the Chappelle dressed as Prince, okay. looking in the mirror, and it's like this whole like thing in the comedy sketch. It's I marked out for this fantastic work by Velveteen Dream. He's just getting ready with his, his puffy shirt, the Seinfeld puffy shirt, and his, all his mystical stuff. I can't wait. Um, it's then announced that next week, Donovan Dijakovic... Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. I still call him Don, Don, Don Dijak. <laughs> Dijak versus Keith Lee. That's happening next week, and I can't wait. If you they, watched their last match, oh my goodness. Yeah, they put together a cool little video package as well, yeah. which I think was very important on this show to get USA watchers, like new watchers, up to speed. Right, And yeah. I, th- I felt they did this a little bit more than they usually do. Yeah, right after that, they showed a little clip of Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane promoting it because that's the main event on the second hour on the network. It's really confusing tonight because uh, they had to com- commit to their Suits deal. Yes. The show Suits on networks, uh, USA Network. So the first hour was on USA and then you had to tune into the network, which didn't work. It took us half an hour, 28 minutes, finally the network. And we looked it up and everyone was having Yeah, I mean, this is what was ridiculous. We live in Canada. Yeah. That obviously doesn't have USA. No, we don't. So put two and two together there and work out how maybe we're able to do this review right now. Yes, exactly. Didn't think we'd have... We thought we might have problems with that. We thought we'd have issues trying to find the first hour. Not logging onto the network that I use regularly. (laughs) That you pay for. That I pay for with my wages. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. We thought, you, you thought, like, you're like, it, I'm lit, I, I was, did I get it took 30 like minutes that? before, yeah. I counted 28 minutes, and finally we got to log back in, so that's why we were a little behind, because we were like, oh, like, they were, they were so hot, and then like, oh. You know, we'll, I just turned 30, and I feel like I'm getting to that, like, technically inept <laughs> thing that happens to people. Had the issues with Evolve the other week, now with this, it's... Soon you're going to be like, Brayden, can you help me with the Wi-Fi password? How do I unlock my phone? <laughs> you sound like my mom. Uh, well, yeah, the network just had some issues, but we'll get there. Up next, still live on USA Network, however, Sean Maluda. If you watch, from Evolve. Yeah, from Evolve. Hey, and you're going to be doing a, a show this weekend on our feed yes. for Evolve. Uh, look out for that show on our feed. Uh, I believe... Uh, Walter versus Cassius Ono is the is the main event yeah, on one of these some nights. big big matches, and you're going to be covering these things with Jesse from the Six 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 six, six this weekend. So look out for that on our very feed that you're listening to us right now. Uh, but Sean Maluda, who was also in the Cruiserweight Classic mm-hmm. here in the WWE, he's coming out, and my I literally said out loud, I said, "Hmm, who are they going to feed this guy to?" And here comes the Babadook. The Babadook. <laughs> Cameron Grimes comes out in his vest. 
looking like Aladdin. Oh, that's ill-timed. Uh, and his hat, his top hat, his Rob Zombie-looking hat. Uh, yeah. Well, we put out a little tweet, and then you noticed Cameron Grimes's display picture is the Babadook. This is now, how crazy. I want to know, was that... His you called him that. DP before last week's show yeah, or after? Yeah, you called him that. Yeah, yeah, you called him that recently. So that's very funny because he looks like the Babadook. He does. Uh, yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes never knew he was an icon. Uh, Cameron Grimes comes out. He's going to fight Sean Maluda. The bell rings to start this match. Uh, they run towards each other. And Cameron Grimes, out of nowhere, I shall say, hits his jumping, leaping stomp that crushes Sean Maluda. And just like that, Cameron Grimes wins. I think we both missed it. I think we both looked up as he was landing. I'm, I was looked like, up and he was like flying in midair and, and his foot stomped the guy's chest down and he pinned him. Because it was, was like, funny because I thought, huh, interesting to re-debut Sean Maluda now. I yeah. wonder why that... Oh, okay. That's why. Uh, I actually think this makes Cameron Grimes look... This is what he needs to do. Yeah, exactly. Just every match from now on and you know until that, they're ready for an actual program. That I think this stomp, is great. That, that, that stomp he does. And it's not like Seth Rollins like stomping the guy's head. It's the one that everyone's been stealing from him. And yeah. you know what? He does it the best. Oh, Often imitated. But like, yo, he, he, he hits it very, really cool. This move looks good. This makes Cameron Grimes look like a star. Obviously, if you're just tuning in to USA and you see some guy with a top hat, you're like, yeah, who's this hairy dude? But then he like beats a guy in like three seconds. Then you're like, oh, okay, this guy means business. Yeah. It's just a good way, classic way to get a guy over. And I think that's what they need for Cameron Grimes. Because we've seen him in some matches, but he like is having a hard time. So this is like he's getting angry about it. And he lost in the breakout tournament. So he's he's like angry. He needs some retribution. Uh, we get a video package for Damian Priest, mm -hmm. the archer of NXT. Yeah, he's shooting arrows and, I don't know, chilling with Jeremy Renner. I wonder if I wonder if Damian Priest had the Jeremy Renner app. Well, not Hawkeye. anymore. Yeah, rest in peace. I, I still haven't deleted it. Oh, I deleted it. Uh, I, I was taking up too much space. <laughs> Jeremy Renner app. Look it up. Look up the story. The legend of the Jeremy Renner app. When you have some time on your hands, look that up. Uh, it's time to go to our main event of hour one. I know it's kind of confusing. Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream for the North American Championship. Will the prophecy be fulfilled? Uh, Mauro Ronaldo with the call of the night, in my opinion, because I'm such a Prince fan, he says, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for a thing called life. Love it. Love it, Marlon. You're, you're the best. Uh, the match starts off here. Roderick Strong without Undisputed Era uh, ringside. They start the match off by... There's a lot of, like, scuffling and a lot of, like... Uh, Velveteen Dream, like, blows kisses. Mm. Uh, what do you call... Mind games. Mind games. Mind games. Mind That's games. what they call this. Uh, and Roderick Strong's, like, a little mad. Uh, they finally go at it. Roddy with the classic drop-down uh, leapfrog jump-over... But Dream again keeps taunting him. Uh, Dream hits some Macho Man style axe handles off the top, off everywhere. He's flying. Morrow makes another Prince joke. Uh, Roddy finally lifts Dream on the outside with a back suplex, throwing him into the barricade. Hits his wrecking ball drop kick. He came in like a wrecking ball. Uh, then there's like a lot of like shoot style. I would describe Velveteen Dream very like old school kind of meets new school in a weird way. He's old school meets create a wrestler. Sure, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's like his base character if you had to pick like high flyer, old school, yeah. grappler, submission. Okay. And then he's like, ah, oh, that guy does a stunner, so I'll do that. I'll right. do a Hulk Hogan leg drop. But Dream is also like very good on it. With, he's, he's taken, so, he's taken a, a character and made it his own and so oh, good, yeah. right, over the years. But he's definitely got this old school style. Um, it's the, the axe handle. The axe handle <laughs> is always a... Uh, 
old school move. I guess so. Um, there's a, a backlift, like a backbreaker. It looked so painful from Roderick Strong. The, uh, what does he call himself? The, the, the Messiah of the backbreaker. That's well, it. he hits it there. Uh, he goes for like a pin using the ropes, but the ref sees it. He then hits a Uranagi into a backbreaker for two. Uh, he's going from like a, uh, He's going for the stronghold, but Dream counters that into the sharpshooter, but it gets kicked out of the ring. Uh, it goes to commercial. It comes back, and Roddy's just chopping Dream up. He's chopping it up. Um, there's a super kick from Dream for a two. Uh, there's the Dream DT. Dream DT. The Dream DT, DT where you like you get the guy there, and you twist and shout, and you DDT him. Look really cool. Full Sail University is hot tonight down in Florida because the crowd is going crazy for these two at this point. Um, there's there's a spot where Dream is attempting the DVD, the Dream Valley mm-hmm. Driver, on the apron. And I'm like, dear Lord, please do not do this. Uh, and it's, it's counter out of that. Um, and then he gets cracked in the mouth. And then uh, <laughs> Roddy hits the V-trigger. And I say that because that's what Morrow called it. Mm-hmm. And then goes, V-trigger, knee-trigger, knee-trigger, knee-knee-trigger. Uh, he then hits his forearm train. Roddy just keeps completely... He does this in a bunch of his matches where he just keeps running back and forth and hitting you on the way. It's, like, really funny. Um, then hits a huge combo. Backbreaker, Tiger Bomb, only a two-count, but turns it into the stronghold. And me and you bit here because we thought this was going to end the, the, the match. We thought, wow, it looks like he's going to make Dream tap out. He has the stronghold here. Camp Strong, stronghold. But with great camera work, great like uh, acting, great selling from Velveteen Dream here because he made me believe that he was about to tap out. He and like Full Sail did as well. Yes, Full Sail yes. was so loud and biting so yeah. loud. And the longest... The longer this submission went, the yeah, more I like, thought oh. he was going to tap. And he was dragging him and repositioning yeah. him. Like You're like, yo, you're not near the ropes. You're, you're tapping. Uh, but... Velveteen Dream, finally, the hero grabs the ropes. I thought this was great. But... As he's grabbing the ropes, the the, the break is is the, the move is broken up. Undisputed era. The wolves come out mm. to play. They come running down. They try to distract, but Roddy actually throws Velveteen Dream into the referee. Now he falls over. Uh, there's a there's they, Roddy doesn't know what to do. Undisputed era is there. Like, should we attack Dream? We're not sure what we, we don't want. We don't want to overstep our boundaries. But Dream pops up and hits the Dream Valley Driver. But this is where Undisputed come in and uh, the numbers game, if you will. They beat up Velveteen Dream. Um, Roddy picks up the, the corpse, hits the end of Heartache, the suplex throw. It's my finisher in- on 2K. Yeah, you, you have this as your guy's move. Uh, sweet ass move and cool name from a song. Uh, end of Heartache on Velveteen Dream. But the dream kicks out. The ref just comes to to count it, but it's a two count. Uh, this was gnarly. This was nuts. I thought this was crazy. I, I, I bit again. Yep. I love when they get me. Um, but then there's another Dream Valley driver, but he goes up top for his macho man, the purple rainmaker elbow drop. The ref's distracted from, I believe, Bobby Fish on the other side. Adam Cole up on the apron, super kicks the dream. He falls down, crashes and burn. Roddy is there to pick up the pieces, hits the end of heartache again. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the prophecy has come true. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Oh my God. It. The undisputed era will be draped in gold. It has happened. It's happened. Woo. It feels like, like... It's it's going to be written in stone. It's going to be in a in a big block somewhere. It's history. On, on September the eighteenth, yes, two thousand nineteen, the prophecy came true. It came true. The prophecy is fulfilled. Oh my goodness! 
it's it's crazy. Undisputed Era are super hot, and anyone who disagrees with you is wrong because the camera there shows a sea of black and yellow, and not NXT. It's Undisputed Era. They are the hot thing in wrestling. They got to be the cool guys. And they are just that. Roderick Strong, I've been following since Ring of Honor days for such a long time. Honestly, one of my favorite wrestlers. To finally have him have like a His cool moment. singles. Yeah. Title. I'm just like, yeah, dude, like for the rest of your life, you made, you did this. Like, you got and it. And this was a fantastic match. The, yes. The, from the, uh, really that, that V trigger in the ropes followed by the, the forearms going into that stronghold submission where we both, both bit. And then all the shenanigans at the end. And you think he's won it the first time round yeah. from the distraction. And he hasn't. Uh, normally when that happens, you're like, oh, Dream's going to do it now. So yeah. watching it, I'm flipping back and forth who I think it's, is going to take exactly. it. Uh, I love when they get I me. thought this was great. I thought the first hour, if we take this as kind of one episode and tonight's a double bill. Yeah. is more how I felt tonight was. Sure. Um, I think it would entice people to come back. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a really hot hour of, of wrestling. Um, even non-fans, if you're flipping through and you see like something cool going on, you'll, you'll stay for a while and it might get you and you might not know what it is, but mm. I could imagine stuff like that. And, and the characters here on just this first hour from the, the four women in the first match to, to do these two characters, there's such drastic differences yeah. and you know you know they always say usa character and I, I think they were smart by just having two really hot matches and then the the killer squash in the middle yeah the crowd didn't have a chance to get tired yeah and and they were so they were they would have sold this show for me now because it sounded something like oh you need to be there and watch this we've been doing nxt up next for like over a year now and we've been doing nxt it's only been an hour and sometimes a match will be 20 minutes, a main event. And we're like, yeah, that's great. It's great that now, like, this one hour had basically two big matches. Yeah. And that's good. I like long, full... It feels like a real... It has meat to it. It's got everything. It's got everything in it. I don't like, like, rushed matches. And I felt like nothing here was. Everything felt And in this good. first hour, there wasn't any... Like, there was some video package, but there wasn't any other, like, backstage nonsense or anything. Yeah. It was presenting wrestling. Yeah, they did a good job with this first, definitely, this, uh, this whole show, but this first hour, too. One little criticism. Bobby Fish. They were all ready to strike their pose with the boom on the stage. He was facing there. the back oh. and kind of just turned around and oh. he missed it. Bobby he missed Fish. You missed big, the boom. Your big live moment. You missed the boom. <laughs> you missed the boom. He's, maybe he's not used to the live aspect as much. You know? No, you don't know. Uh, so that was the first hour live on USA. And then the network crashed. Yeah. So really? we had a little half hour off. 28 minutes, you say? Yep. It was, it was wonderful. Uh, so that was that. We already kind of ranted about that. But 28 minutes later, the network worked for us. And we were back. And the second hour starts with Undisputed Era still on the apron celebrating with all the gold, all the NXT championships, Undisputed Era, and Roddy's looking at the camera and he's like, dream over, dream over. Uh, I thought this was really cool. We get to finally have this moment. Uh, Undisputed Era is running NXT and it's just going to be chaos. I, I love it. I, I can't believe this actually happened. We were saying it might happen like... The, the, they said that 2019 they'll they'll be draped in gold. So we were like, "Yo, it's uh, gonna happen." <laughs> New Year's right Eve at the end. New Year's Eve when it clock strikes yeah. midnight, they 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 do it. That would be funny. But I'm happy for Roddy. He's the best. Uh, we then go to um, our next match. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. 
Um, Pete Dunn from NXT Break UK. Fingers. <laughs> the finger breaker, Pete Dunn. He comes back, he comes out because he is here. Uh, he's he's in NXT from the UK. He's here now though, and he will be going one on one with Arturo Huas. Yeah, who we've liked when we've seen in NXT. Yeah. We've loved when we've seen in Evolve. Yeah, he's uh he's become like a enhancement talent here in NXT, but. Every time he uh, shows up, he's just fantastic. This guy is a, is it going to be a huge star, in my opinion. I love that every time I've watched this guy. In fact, I need just to see more of Just such a different style, different look. Like I Also, this guy like is legit a bat. Like, this guy would kill you. I want to see him oh, and Brock yeah. Lesnar in a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he would take Brock Lesnar. Uh, this guy is amazing. And Pete Dunne, awesome too. Uh, also, Arturo, 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 Arturo Huas. Arturo Huas. His theme song is pretty lit. Uh, I like it. He's Morrow says that he looks up to Marco Huas, uh, an MMA like legend. Right. Uh, the match starts off here. Uh, Ruas goes for like these like flying ar- scissors. Uh, he's going into like an arm breaker. Uh, Pete Dunne counters an arm breaker into his own arm breaker. It's then a slugfest. Uh, both guys are like very hard hitting. I actually was into this totally. Mm. Um, he hits Pete Dunne does like the kind of the Shayna Baszler move where he like bends your elbow to the thing and then where your hand is down and then stomps I on your elbow. Think this was the nastiest I've ever this seen. This looks it, disgusting. Normally they uh, like will move their arm with yeah. the foot so it goes down. Like oh. I'm like flapping my arm like a chicken. This the arm stayed up yeah. and you just saw the arm bend. Oh, oh it looks so it painful. Looked gross. I hope he's oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, it, like it looked badass, but oh man, it looked like it hurt. Very painful. Stomping on the elbow, just crazy. Jesus, it's just insane. Uh, he goes for it a second time, but Arturo de- gets out of it, ducks it. He hits a huge knee to the face, and then a cartwheel into a kick. He basically has a uh, capoeira. Um, I don't know if you ever played Tekken or Tekken Tag, which is I was obsessed with. There's this guy named Eddie, and he did capoeira in the video game, and I'd always use him because you could find this move where you could go on your hands and right. while on your hands you could spin and kick people and oh, people nice. couldn't break out of it this is what Arturo needs to do he needs to get the the, the capiora and also Nigel explains that what capiora was and I actually didn't know this Nigel McGuinness explains here the more you know knowledge is power Nigel says that Brazilian slaves created capoeira because they were secretly practicing to escape Okay, but they would do it in dance secretly. So when people look <laughs> over, they're dancing, but it's secretly like they're learning how to fuck you up. So I learned something here yeah. today, and I hope uh, through Nigel McGuinness that you did too. Uh, so he's doing some capoeira, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, he starts, uh, Pete Dunn starts working on the fingers of Arturo, but then Arturo counters that and starts working on the fingers of Pete Dunn. So now he's stolen the gimmick of I'll break your fingers. Um, but Pete gets out of that, starts going on the attack, and starts beating him up, uh, starts kicking him, and get this. Now you always say, Pete Dunne, I'll break your fingers. Break your fingers. Arturo Huas doesn't wear boots mm. in his wrestling. Pete Dunne will now, I'll break your toes. Because he starts breaking his toes. He's trying to crack the toes. I'm like, oh man, you don't know where those toes have been. Uh, uh, he hits the X-plex for a two count. Pete Dunne then locks in a triangle. Huas fights back, hits a beautiful bridging German, only a two count. There's jumping knees, there's more cartwheels, there's enziguris. Pete Dunne turns a falcon arrow into a triangle. Huas counters that, there's a mounted triangle from Pete Dunne. And once he gets this arm triangle in, he then works on the fingers and starts breaking them and bending them and joint manipulation to a T. And Huas 
taps out. Yeah, he's then like pushing the fingers just Ugh. into his head. It's Ugh. jamming it's fingers. It's awful. It's awesome. I love this as a finish because it's so realistic. If someone starts bending back my fingers, it hurts. And no matter how big you are, did that's you ever play hurt. Mercy? Exactly. It's, exactly. It's not. You ever play Mercy with a kid who is double jointed? It's cheating. <laughs> one of my friends, you could bend his hands, all his fingers all the way back. So he he'd like hustle people. He'd be like, all right. Pokemon card for who He'd do win. that thing where he's doing the pain. Then. Yeah, he would. He would. He would lie. He'd be like, trade whoever wins, Mercy, gets a certain Pokemon card. And then he'd trick kids. It's evil. But Pete Dunne tricking who us? Well, breaking his fingers. He, he'd break your fingers. I thought this match was hard this hitting. This match was great. Crazy. I was worried when I saw Arturo Ruas come out. Yeah. Because we saw what happened to Sean Maluda sure. in hour one. And I was like, oh, they're bringing another Evolve guy. And I was... I was really surprised how much they gave him in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I it. think he looks great. I, their styles meshed so very well, well and interestingly together. I'm telling you, this who ass guy. I need to see him fight. We saw him versus Matt Riddle in a similar, very similar yeah. match, but he's just very good. Uh, he knows what he's good at, and he keeps getting better at, at other things. I, I, I'm telling you, this guy needs to fight some big dudes. He could, he could scrap. He could shoot with the baddest dudes. I'm telling you, he just looks scary. Wouldn't, wouldn't fuck I think with this him dude. versus like. Dijakovic would be interesting. Ooh, anyone. Volta. Like, Take my money. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Uh, we get a vignette for Dakota Kai, the captain of Team Kick, coming back soon from her injury. Mm. Maybe she'll uh, fight Shayna Baszler soon. Remember? Yeah, I think she's going to win the title. The bully? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like Dakota Kai. I know it what? deep down. I think you don't. I don't like her? Yeah. I love Dakota Kai. Oh, okay. You make fun of me when I was excited on, on my TV. No. Oh, you were like, oh, I'm Dakota Kai. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I said in the last show that I wanted her to win the title. I thought you were being I sarcastic. Going to be the transition. I thought you were making a joke. No, no, <laughs> don't do that. You don't joke? No, never. Uh, I don't read ahead. Uh, I can't now. Uh, we go to our next match: Zaya Lee versus Aaliyah. Now it's born in Bougie. Aaliyah is here with Vanessa Bourne. Do you know why Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah are on the second hour? Because they're too hot for TV. You can't have them on TV. Vanessa Bourne. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this match starts off. Now, this is actually a rematch from a few weeks back. I'm also a very big fan of Zia Lee. Aaliyah, uh, she's from the six. I digress. Uh, Zia Lee hits a, a handstand early on in the t- top turnbuckle. Looks really cool. She does like a roll through the ropes. Uh, hits a drop kick. Uh, there's like a bunch of series of kicks from Zia Lee. Um... This was kind of a squash match. I would say the only lull in the episode for me tonight was this. Yeah. But it, it was just like a little... It was a squash. And uh, essentially, Zia Lee stomps to get Aaliyah up and then hits uh, what I just call the Robinson special. She didn't get as many rotations as no. Robinson special. It was just a, like a windmill A kick. windmill kick. And Zia Lee pins Aaliyah, which I like the outcome because I think Zia Lee has potential to go very yeah, far. Yeah, and I don't think she's won a match on NXT yet. She's no. had good showings. Yes, but I, yes. I'm pretty sure, unless I uh, know she beat what's her name, Tainara. But I, I, I like I like Zia Lee kind of going forward here. Um, yeah, I, I I don't really have too much to say about Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Um, they're kind of in a position. They're kind of characters I'm not super interested sure. in myself. Uh, we then go to our next matchup. They tell us that they're going to a, a quick commercial on the network, but when we come back, that Kushida is in action next. <laughs> so instantly I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. Great Scott. It comes back from commercial. We get an entrance from Denzel. Uh, Dejeuner. 
Desjardins, the, the insurance company. Or yeah, the, it is, yeah. <laughs> the announcer said Desjardins, but the um, commentary said Dejanet. Okay, um, Dragnet. It reminded me of, I went to this restaurant once, and this, this person I was working with at the time goes, Chicken Debonet? What's Chicken Debonet? And asked the waiter, I, I, I fancy the chicken debonet. And she's like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? The, the chicken debonet. She means, you mean the chicken deboned? <laughs> oh, so it's just boneless chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like a chicken fajita. debonet sounds very nice. A chicken fajita. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure this guy, you, you showed me... WWE shop all their new t-shirts. Okay, can we take a second We're to talk about... We're sidebar, digress. Pause, pause there, pause there. <laughs> the new NXT section on WWEshop.com. Go take a look at this. They put up, everyone has a shirt. Everyone. But I, I was messaging you going, who, who is this guy? Who's this? Who's this person? Well, uh, most of them I am aware of and I know who they are, but a lot of them have not debuted on TV or network yet. Uh, these shirts are so basic. I myself am not a graphic <laughs> designer, but I could design better shirts than these. They basically took, it just says the guy's name. Like, it's like Bronson Reed. It's like Mia Yim. It's just the most they basic. Like they look so basic. Terrible. Like I, I'm telling you, I think I could create better things. Yeah. Bivens Enterprises is the one you were like, wait, who's who, that? Who is that? Yeah. They're a tag team. The yeah. outliers. Yeah. Dio Madden. Who's Dio Madden? So like I'm Brandon I, Vink. I, like the, the shirts are just so basic. So Ooh, they got a Boa one though. And, and, and it's like, they're expensive. We're, we're here in Canada. The exchange, the dollar, us dollar, it, these ordering one of these shitty shirts would cost us $50. Yeah. That's crazy. You know where you can get decent shirts from, though? Where? Is ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> forward slash up next. <laughs> yes, good sell. Um, I'm not shitting on them having their own shirts because it must be some part of new deal. Obviously, everyone needs a cut. Um, but I think WWE should give bigger cuts to their superstars, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the ones selling the shirts. Uh, I know a lot of the wrestlers that have these shirts are disappointed with the designs. But it's a, it's a step in the right direction. And I don't want to stop them from getting the bag. I don't want to sure. stop them from making a, uh, their, their, their living. Their but, but, like, realistically... But a better shirt is going to get yeah, you Yeah, yeah. Cooler stuff. Like, work better. That's, it's just kind of lazy, I find. Yeah. Like, do better t-shirts. Look at pro wrestling tees. Like... I can create a shirt and have it up right now, and yet they're creating. They're such a you know big company, and yet they're selling like crap. You look at what they do with video packages. The yeah. people working on that just are talented. Incredible. The the worst pay per view will have an incredible hype package yeah. that makes you hyped for the most boring of matches. Yep. Yet surely they can have people can't get as creative as that to make just decent wild. t-shirts. It's anyway, crazy. going back. To NXT. <laughs> so, Denzel DiJarnay does not have a shirt. I checked. He does not. However, he looks like, uh, kind of like a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air vibe going sure. on. He's got like some like paint, spray painted kind of tights or things. He's got a cool look going on. So, we obviously think he will be the guy taking on Kushida, because mm. we were just told Kushida was in action. But, instead, Imperium enter the... The, the ringside from not the entrance ramp but the side now if you're not familiar with Imperium uh, this is Fabian Eichner Alexander Wolf, and uh, Marcel Bartel Marcel Bartel Marcel Bartel Marcel Bartel these three they come down to the ring 
they come into the ring and they then uh, attack this Denzel. Uh, they hit, Alexander Wolf hits him with a German suplex. Then the other two hit a European uppercut powerbomb combo. They clear the ring of Denzel and then they stand in their pose with their hands behind their back. The ring camp pose. And mm-hmm. Full Sail knows who's coming because they are chanting his name. Mm-hmm. And here he comes. The WWE NXT UK World Champion Volta. Oh, boy. I love this guy. Yeah. He's a scary-looking dude. Um, he comes out. He comes down to the ring. like a true. He looks like a true star, in my opinion. He comes out. He grabs a microphone. He says, We are Imperium, and to us, the mat is sacred. And someone from the crowd yells, Sacred! <laughs> Full sale. Never, never change. Um, he continues on saying that, Imperium here will represent honor and bring back honor and tradition into this industry, into this business. And those that disrespect us will fall to... And I had to ask you for a translation here because you've traveled Germany. You can maybe speak a little bit of German, but he instantly changed his tone of voice to the... That's not good German, but literally I could not... I was like, say what now? It's like, the ring general. I was like, oh, general, general. Right, yeah, yeah. I like his ring general That wasn't even known German. It's just, (laughs) he said it Germanly, (laughs) Austrianly. Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, not even... Yeah, yeah, exactly. The language is German. Yes, exactly. So, he says that, but get this. As he says, ring general, some music hits, and it's Kushida. Oh, boy. Kushida comes out in his... Uh, Back to the Future Life Preserver. <laughs> he has a microphone. Now, we haven't heard much of him on the mic, to be honest. He says, this is my time. And now, your time belongs to me. He rushes the ring. Yep. What a warrior. What a brave baby face here. He runs in. And Imperium, of course, attack him. But he's knocking off these guys. He's kicking them left and right. He finally gets into the ring. And Walter, like, dr- throws him in. And Walter, it's like a scary movie. or like a- Well, he gets him in his choke. He gets him with the choke. To drag him over into the ring. And then he's, he's about to lift him up and like, who knows what, to Kushida. But Kushida, like, uh, like Back to the Future somehow, slips out of his Back to the Future orange vest. And then, thus freeing himself from the clutches of the monster, Walter. And then starts to attack Walter and gets a good kick in there to the head like an enziguri. But then Imperium get back up and they chase him. So he retreats. He backsteps. He realizes, yo, there's four of them. I can't just take on these guys. So he kind of cools off. And then there's this weird, like, Kushida-Walter kind of thing going on. And, oh, my God, I am here for it. I love this. This was not what I was expecting tonight. I think everyone's been saying, like, what is next for Kushida? What's his first proper program? Yeah. He kind of had a, a mini feud with Gulak and has been working his way through different rosters. But, yeah, this is, this is his biggest match to date. And it looks like it will be on NXT TV, which yeah. is awesome. This is so cool. So I'm a big fan of Walter. I definitely love Walter. And of course I love Kushida. So uh, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. I actually really like this whole thing. Uh, and it shines a light on NXT UK. Uh, it does, like, which I thought was clever. Like, say what you will about them. And they do do some things that are just not the right, like, not a good way to get people's attention Gallus. yeah 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 but uh, this was a good this is this was a positive i, I think really this was uh i mean go we'll be going to the next match which yeah. is a cruiserweight number one contendership triple h has had those conference calls recently yeah. and he's been saying about kind of bringing everything a bit under one roof nxt uk will still be its thing but more more back and forth between the brands which i think is great for 
NXT 205 and NXT UK. Yes. So the Cruiserweight title will now be everywhere, essentially, yeah. it sounds like. Well, they, they need to sell their network as well as as well as it be on USA. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing to it will maybe get numbers up a bit for NXT UK and 205. Yeah, well, 205 might be integrated. It will probably us. be integrated, yes. Well, here's a reason why we think that. Because the next match is a number one contenders match for the Cruiserweight Championship. But get this. It's Oni Lorcan, who I love, Oni Lorcan. Yeah. He's the, the, the best person on Twitter. Best Twitter. I'm spoiling it now. Yeah. He is winning my Twitter of the year <laughs> at the end of year awards. I think He's I, might, fantastic. I might be on the same same page. And he, he tweets about his dad and it's all in capitals. Yeah. He yells. Uh, <laughs> Oni Lorcan will be taking on a returning Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. The man of the hour. It's like him and Kushida just are obsessed with time. He's the man of the hour. Kushida's the time splitter. They should get together. They mm-hmm. should like become a tag team. Only Lorcan, Leo Rush, number one contenders match. Morrow mentions uh, Leo Rush took a step back from the spotlight. He was in the main roster on Raw, but he took a step back to, to focus on himself. And Morrow says, as a mental health advocate, he respects that about Leo Rush. So Yeah, it was actually, it was really nice, Morrow, yeah. got this line out there, I think. Because, I mean, we've seen it with Cass as well recently. Sure, like, yeah. People, like, it's yeah, hard. Serious like, it's a hard world to live in. And yeah. especially in the spotlight, like these guys. Couldn't imagine. And I think... Twitter is very easy to hop on someone like Leo Rush and just insult and be like, whatever. I mean, there were loads of talk of arrogance and attitude sure. and that kind of thing. But I'm happy to see that someone trying to get by yeah. in the world. And yeah, this kid trying to make a name for himself. Exactly. Uh, I saw this kid at Smash Wrestling uh, one time, and I was like, I was like, damn, this dude's small, He's special. And then he wrestled, and I was like, this dude's like a flash of lightning. Mm-hmm. And then I literally was like, wow, this guy's going to be something. It wasn't even, like, a week later. WWE signs. Leo Rush. I was yeah. like, what? I, dude was on the Indies for, like, a minute, and he got signed. So there's definitely something there, and I'm happy to see this guy back. Me too. Oni Lorcan, Leo Rush. The bell rings, and let me tell you, Oni Lorcan wrestles like he tweets. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is on fire. It's like everything's on capitals. He's running. He runs off European uppercut to start. He hits a running blockbuster. Rush, though, uh, only a two-count. Rush is like, yeah, you want to go toe-for-toe? Toe? Well, I'm fast, too. He's got that real, like, ultimate warrior, just, like, crazy psycho energy. To start Oni? That. Oni. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... A million times better, yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? That just initial <laughs> fucking energy. Well, you're going to get mad that you said Oni Larkin's better than the Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> but uh, I do respect that. Uh, Oni Larkin uh, then gets what he asked for because Rush starts fighting back, sends Oni to the outside, and get this, Rush with three suicide dives in a row, and each one more faster, more hard-hitting Shooting than the last. like a dart. He literally flies through like it's just crazy. Uh, he throws Oni back of the ring. He's crazy fast with the kicks, kung fu with the kicks. Uh, Oni then fights back, and he is an uppercutting machine. Like you said, this guy is like a like monster. Um, he's got this like weird body type, but man, he's a There's machine. similarities to Cesaro, but he's 100%. got more... He's got longer limbs, like a He's lanky. He's lanky. Well, uh, this lanky dude picks up Leo Rush in a gut wrench and hits a high angle power bomb, a gut wrench power bomb, like a Dr. Wiley bomb or whatever you kind of call it. Just wild, but only a two count. Uh, They mentioned that he was trained by Lance Storm, and as they do, he locks in the Canadian Maple Leaf, the single uh, leg crab here and it looks great he then hits like a scoop slam power slam which is just a basic move but Oni Lorcan puts so much like torque and speed, speed into it yeah. it just looks so much cooler um, it looked really great um, there's this move where he goes to throw 
Rush out of the ring. But Leo Rush bounces as he's flying through the ropes to go to the outside. Somehow, this is ma- like this is he must be there's some smoke and mirrors here or something. Leo Rush bounces through, slides through the second rope, bounces with his feet on the bottom first rope, then which ele- springboards him back into the ring, allowing himself to deliver a flying backwards springboard stunner to Oni Lorkin. This looks amazing and I think should have been the finish. I think this. This move is insane. Like, you ever seen John Cena do that springboard shitty stunner? He'd, yeah, he did a springboard that was the worst. off the second rope. This was a springboard this off the crazy. bottom rope on your back. I don't know how... And you, also... Describing it is giving me a brain mind, malfunction. Leo Rush isn't a tall guy. No. And we've just said, only Lorcan's lanky. He's pretty tall. Yeah. And you manage to bounce off, off your back, the bottom rope up high enough to grab for a stunner. Crazy. Awesome. Uh, looks so amazing. But... Oni Lorkin kicks out, and yeah, we thought this was over, but it was not. Only a two count. He goes up top to hit his frog splash finish, finish but Oni gets to his feet, so Rush lands on his feet, but he se- he lands on his foot awkward, and he's like, oh, my leg, and he's selling it really great, and it's really awesome, which then Oni then targets this, but he hits him with a huge power bomb, literally splat was the sound it made when he powerbombed Leo Rush to the mat. He then locks in a single leg and locks in an STF. Now, I just compared a move to a John Cena move. You ever seen John Cena do the STF? Not good. It's not even a move. It's just like sitting on a he guy, chilling with his arms around you. This is the STF. This is more like Nikki Bella's STF. <laughs> Nikki Bella had a good STF. Oh I can't believe you just said Nick. There's no oh, other yeah, guy. Tony Lorcan is no other... Ultimate Warrior meets Cesaro meets Nikki Bella, oh and he God. is the goat. Uh, Leo Rush doesn't tap out, but he finally fights and gets to the ropes. Uh, uh, Leo Rush gets to the ropes. Oni Lorcan then does this thing. He gets his hand out and he's teasing that he's gonna slap the shit out of Leo Rush. And Mauro Ronaldo makes a red right hand mention. Uh, you know the Nick Cave, the Bad Seeds, good song, Scream soundtrack. He then tells the crowd to shh with his hand. He goes to slap. Rush ducks it, hits his own series of lightning fast like uh, Mongolian chops to the front here. Um, then he he like goes to uh, hit his own series of things, but Oni finally gets the slap. He grabs uh, Leo Rush by the back of the head and just wallops him. Just slaps him. What a... Ch- I his, challenge you to a duel. His face was what I imagine it to be when he tweets as well. He was just shaking. Only eyes, like hooks up. Bulging. He hooks up. Like Ugh. that Undertaker streak guy. Like <laughs> This was like was Ishii. Yeah. This was like Hulk Hogan. Only Lorcan hulking up, slapping the ever-loving hell out of Leo Rush. He goes for the blockbuster, but it is countered into a Spanish fly by Leo Rush. He hops up to the turnbuckle, up to the top, hits the split-legged frog splash. He now calls the Dragon's Call. It used to be called the Final Hour. The Final Hour. Okay, well, now he's calling it the Dragon's Call, the split-legged frog splash. Leo Rush wins and is the number one contender to the Cruiserweight title. What a match. I imagine they've changed the name. I don't think they'll be going with the Man of the Hour Uh, anymore. I think this is a babyface Leo Rush. We're going to see a redemption story, going for the title, be a bit more humbled. Yeah. Um, And I think that's why they've probably changed this to the Dragon's Call. No, yeah. I I thought this match was a cracker, as you call it. Uh, I think this was so much fun. This whole episode is crazy. That first just... That first minute of the match was just so high-paced and exciting. 
I hate rest holds in wrestling, and this was not that. Yeah, there were submissions, but it was it was part everything of the storytelling. Yeah, everything yeah. was meaningful here. The, the selling, Leo Rush's selling of the knee, it it looked real. He did the the first uh, dragon's call attempt yeah. where only on Lorcan moves out the way, so he lands on his leg Tweaked and kind of yeah. jarred it, like jammed his leg in the mat, yeah. and then the. There was something into a dragon screw later before the half Boston Crab was applied. And just the selling of the knee, I thought, was fantastic from Rush. He isn't just flips and shit. No, he knows what he's doing. He's even a good actor. I was just praising Velveteen Dream, but Leo Rush here, too. Very, very good. And Oni Lorcan, man. I love how he... I love anyone in wrestling when they hype up and they get mad and they rage, man. He's he's a beast. What is he? The Boston Butcher? Yeah. Oni Lorcan. Biff Busick, man. What a beast. Oni rules. Oni rules. Yeah, Leo Rush, too, though. Let's go to our main event. Yes, let's. It's time for a street fight. Oh, yeah. Matt Riddle, bro, versus Killian Dane, not wearing a tool shirt. No, not today. He probably was told, hey, man, you can't be wearing the tool shirt. They already got the number one album. They beat Tay Swift. Don't worry about it. Don't wear the tool shirt because he always wears the tool shirt. Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane, street fight. They've, had, they've been having some beef lately, so this is all coming to an end. It's the climax of this feud, or so we think. Uh, he, Killian Dane attacks Matt Riddle instantly as the bell rings. Uh, he goes there, but Riddle fights back and instantly hits him with a deadlift German suplex, picks Killian Dane up, and then hits him with an exploder suplex. And Killian Dane is a big boy, uh, so this looked crazy. Uh, they're fighting. They get to the outside. There's a kendo stick. Uh, he ducks the kendo stick. At some point, the kendo stick goes flying into the crowd, and a, and a lady like catches it. And Killing Dane is beating on Matt Riddle, and then goes over and is like, "Give me that!" and doesn't even ask, just <laughs> takes it from this person, um, and then starts hitting uh, Matt Riddle with it. Then hits his scent on, and now they're like fighting on like actual like like some like cement like actual floor here. This mm. is not like a gimmicked floor, um, and they're fighting now backstage. I feel like I was playing Here Comes the Pain. It, it felt like, yeah, 2K, Here Comes Pain, No Mercy. You're going backstage. Rolling through the you back. You have the Forgotten Sons who are yeah, just... they're making coffee. Stood catering. Like there, just ready. You can go over and press X and chat to them about nothing if you want. <laughs> uh, can pick up a chair. It felt like <laughs> it that. It felt like it the really video did. game. It did. So they're fighting in the back. Forgotten Sons in full gear. Uh, it cuts like now... Uh, Killian Dane picks up Matt Riddle. They're fighting now in the back near Full Sail. Now, Full Sail has like this weird West Side Story back thing that's like the part of the university, but that's where the NXT trucks park. So there's this big NXT truck, and Killian Dane picks up Matt Riddle and lawn darts him into the back of the truck. Now, do you know the, when, when this once happened in Florida, when a wrestler threw another wrestler into a truck like that, the police were called. <laughs> when Kevin Nash threw Rey Mysterio, someone saw this and said, I need to call the cops. Well, also, <laughs> I saw the parking lot and just went, oh, no. Because <laughs> everyone knows the NXT parking lot Full Sail University, your parking lot is the most dangerous place in the world. It's the most dangerous place, and now the match is happening there. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. But get this. They continue to fight and brawl in the backstage area here. And we see a table. And there's some people eating some food, drinking some drinks, drinking some water, staying hydrated. One of the people sitting there is Walter. The guy we just saw earlier. He's just hanging out. It, it felt like they should have all been smoking cigars and <laughs> playing. They've like just broken up their blackjack game or something. No, yeah. <laughs> so they're there and like they get shoved. The table kind of gets like their meal gets like interrupted essentially because Killian Dane is throwing Matt Riddle in there. 
And guess what happens? Well, Walter attacks Matt Riddle, and then Imperium gets involved. But get this, the Street Profits show up, and they start brawling. Every other NXT superstar that was not on this card is all of a sudden in this giant brawl. Everyone is fighting. Everyone's wiling out. It is insanity. It's chaos. It's eventually dragged back into the Full Sail Arena there, into the ring, and yet everyone follows. You guys aren't in this match. Get the fuck out of here. So it's just chaos. It's just a brawl. It ends with Killian Dane doing a huge suicide dive onto everyone on the outside. And it continues fighting. And I believe the last shot you see is of uh, Jackson Riker just like standing there like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing right now? <laughs> and that is how NXT ends tonight. Uh, a very controversial ending in my opinion. I think it was a strange ending. I think what they were going for is to try and get everyone seen and on the show. Yeah. But this wasn't the, the USA segment. If this right. was on USA, I kind of would have got it. Um, but... I got it the impression of almost a, like a soft reboot. This sure. is our cast. Yeah. We're like going to, from this, we can break into loads of new feuds and mm-hmm. fresh combinations and stuff. I agree. It was, it, I, I would say the ending, because you had that first hour treated like it was a separate show almost. Mm. So uh, I, I liked, I liked it too. I, I don't have, like, it wasn't, I like wrestling because of the matches and I like clear winners, but this was fine. Are we going to continue the avenue of Riddle, Killian Dane? Because obviously things aren't resolved, but now something that's introduced in my mind is Walter just wants to fight everyone. Yeah. They're literally teasing Walter versus Riddle, Walter versus Kushida. Like, guys, you're just teasing me. And to be honest, I liked this. Obviously, it was, uh, we had the network go down. We had that break. You had to swap from USA to the network. I sort of dug this kind of two show thing. Mm-hmm. And if, if you move forward and have like the North American picture finish hour one and then like tag titles or something else finish yeah. hour two and keep that kind of rotation going. Yeah. I think it makes the, the show just that it flew by tonight. I thought this show flew by and we are used to watching a one hour show and sometimes it doesn't fly by, but I will continue to say that NXT is my favorite wrestling show to watch. I wouldn't do this show if I didn't think that, but now in a two hour slot, I feel like they're going to be just fine. I they're going to be fine. So many yeah, times yeah, yeah. It really it, it was res- like this feels such an exciting product. It's very cool. They've moved to the big leads. Look, we're, they've got the t-shirts. We're like we're like uh, I'm in my late twenties. You just turned thirty. <laughs> but this is the show geared towards us. It That's, is. Yeah. It's not this like uh, variety show that WWE is like the circus almost. It's geared specifically for people it's, like us. I we think. know you like wrestling. We yeah. know what you like. We know Here you're not is. stupid. What's the tagline in their new commercials? No BS. Well, that's where I think when Little so many BS. people say once Vince moves on, <laughs> that's a polite way of saying it. Um, WWE will be so much better. This is WWE. Yeah. It's there is an audience for Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe this week was pretty good. It was a step in the right direction. But WWE present you with everything. Mm-hmm. NXT, this is their indie show. This is their show this that, is their baller. that your internet fans smart, like. Smart fans. Your smart fans like. That doesn't mean they can't produce something for another audience mm-hmm. on Monday nights or Friday nights. It's genius. Now they own their, their own competition. They're their own competition. Yeah. And I'm glad... From week one, USA, what it still start. feels like the show we know and love. Yes. Um, and just got a shot of adrenaline. Yeah, it did. It, it's, it, it's like it evolved. 
It evolved. Everything evolves, and it really did. I really am so proud of everyone involved. You guys nailed it. Triple H, Papa Trips, man. You're killing it. It's amazing. Um, I loved... I was scared when they said two hours. Don't ruin my NXT. But I will safe to say on my, my side of the fence here, I'm saying in the Wednesday Night Wars, I'm picking NXT. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, definitely. You know what, though? There was no Champa tonight. He was there. He was there. But he didn't show up. Is he going to show up sometime? I hope so. Yeah. He po- there was a new video posted <laughs> I know. of him. I saw. Um, I saw. I'm going to go before feedback. I'm just going to head over to the YouTube because yes. this is live. Yes. By the way, we, we've been doing, we did this show because it was the first episode of NXT on the USA. We decided to go live on our YouTube. What's our YouTube uh, it's channel? It's BDE Official. Go follow us on our YouTube. Go follow us on our Twitter at up next podcast but read what some people in the chat here are saying people yeah so we have a dark star who is saying wwe is playing up to being the first nxt star to step in playing up that the io shirai being the first wwe yeah. star on usa for nxt yep. is a big big deal yes they're really bigging that up on social media apparently yeah um wh says hi um <laughs> jake thought that triple h intro was lit um and Eric Marcote, who is our first patron oh, of Up Next. What's Eric? Eric's in the room. Thank you so much, Eric. He wants to know how much does he have to pay for the Butterscotch story, <laughs> which is a story I hint at in episode zero on the Patreon. Ooh, yes. If you, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you instantly get episode zero of our patreon shows and uh i'm i don't want to toot my own horn here but i shoot from the hip yeah it was only me and you in the room and when we clicked record the only way to hear this audio is by joining our patreon we didn't really know where we were going and i think you got a lot off your chest i think i said some controversial things and i might be arrested (laughs) (laughs) but it was fun anyway we'll talk a bit more about that in a sec but thank you to everyone joining us live in the room we'd love to do more of these But let's head over to the Post Wrestling Forum. Yes, forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night when NXT is airing, uh, we post up this this thread. You can go, you can sign up, it's free. And you can write any comments or questions, and we'll read it here every week at the end of the show. So tonight, let's start with Eva from London. Uh, uh, As we know, the Shayna superfan. Eva starts by saying, Stellar show tonight, kick-ass opening package, and a kick-ass opening match. All four women brought their A-game. I don't think Candice has faced Shayna on TV since their quarterfinal match in the May on Classic. It may not be Rhea Ripley, but it's a fresh opponent, a babyface one. And as we saw in Toronto, Candice is a phenomenal wrestler. Can't wait for LeRae versus Baszler uh, on the head-to-head episode. Top that, AEW. Spoiler, they won't. I'm going to skip through. They have uh, some questions. Um, who do you see winning the women's title match in two weeks? Do you think Candice will take it? I, know, I said I think a Candice win, yes. building to a match, and then a double turn. I think Candice deserves to make uh, to win it. I know uh, Eva here is the huge Shayna is the the, Shana, the biggest Shayna Baszler fan in the world. Eva from London. Uh, second question: How long do you see the prophecy remaining fulfilled? Hmm. All the way. Yeah, I think it's got to go a while now. Could you do War Games uh, title all the titles on the line? 
Well, it it wouldn't be war games without undisputed era that's in true. that case. That's their that's their that's their game. And number three, seeming random, but opinions on Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez on their coverage of NXT and AEW the past weeks. Uh, sorry, no, I, I have not. I don't really follow. I, I only know when he rates matches, and I like when he rates them because. I like rating matches. Uh, thanks, Eva, from London. Thank you. Thank you very much. We go to Chris Thunder from Down Under. First hour <laughs> feedback. I have no idea what happened as we can't watch the first hour here in Australia <laughs> for 24 hours. Chris, uh, the first hour was very nice. And there are ways. Chris, have you ever heard of this website? It's called Google. <laughs> Second hour feedback. I can't believe I've been championing for a faction to be draped in gold since sanity and the time it actually happens, I can't watch it. Uh, Not because I cancelled the network or because I was at work, but because I have to wait 24 hours to view it. Okay, yeah. Chris, we get it. <laughs> Honestly, the whole second hour might have well been called the Job Squad Hour. Squash matches, heels with no heat, and a main event, no contest. Well, I assume no contest, but the bell never rung to stop the match. Mm. All things considered, this show hardly lived up to the hype or their lack of four rushed Microsoft Paint t-shirt jobs out of ten <laughs> pieces. Oh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed so we, the so whole show. The He's, second hour has got heat from Chris from Down Under here. Um, I do agree, though. Isn't that the third time or second or third time this has been a no contest? Yeah, yeah, no contest. I no don't. match that will never happen. Yeah, we go to Wrestling Graham. He starts off by saying, We are not your kind. I was totally prepared to jump ship to AEW, but this episode of NXT was sensory overload, out-of-body experience, and inconceivable greatness. Suck on that, con. My body was all ready for NXT. Better than sex. What woman from any company in any era would have to join Undisputed Era to complete the prophecy? To Isn't Tainara Conchi yeah, already she, remember, part of it? But she doesn't really fit that, does she? Hey, why don't you get Marina Shafir, Roddy's wife, in uh, Undisputed oh, no, she's Era? She's terrible. No, I mean, she's better than Jasmine. Um, I, I don't really know, and I don't think we need to... If it, doesn't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't think they need it. I think that can be a separate hmm. entity uh, altogether. I mean, unless uh, Britt Baker... Diana Perazzo to piss off. <laughs> no I don't think so we go to Tyler from Orlando this was a hell of a way to start off the new era for NXT I thought the women's four way was the best possible choice to open up the show Dream and Strong did what we knew they are capable of and I finally had the prophecy come true Ooh. I think the involvement of the NXT UK guys and a number one contendership match for the Cruiserweight title is a clear sign that Triple H is going to use all of his toys for these two hours each week. Yeah, remember when Cody did the throne breaker? Triple yeah. H was like, all right, I see you, fam. I see you. You want to play? You want to play? Get this. And he hits you with everything. He's going to hit the big guns. I think every week Triple H is going to be like, <laughs> take that. I want Triple H to introduce it every week. <laughs> <laughs> it started with a whisper. It started with a whisper. Uh, we go to- Why do you want to kill me? <laughs> Triple H should be back. Harvey Dent. Can't be twisted. Uh, mystery. The women's Fatal 4-Way was great. Not too thrilled about Candice winning, despite actually having no claim to the title match, but whatever. I imagine she'll beat Shayna and lose the title to Io, or at least I hope so. In the meantime, I have Io kill Mia Yim for costing her the shot. Ooh, yeah, good call. Mm. I would like to see that. Uh, the Undisputed Era are cheating assholes. That they are. <laughs> yeah, what about it? Uh, they continued. The second hour was super hot, including the ending when it devolved into an NXT World War, uh, except in the Full Sail parking lot instead. I mean, hey, we said it. Like, It's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous out there, guys. It's scary. Uh, it, as an aside, I really liked how Triple H's little segment at the start led into EO's entrance. He brought it... He brought in the casual eyes, and EO's entrance got them locked Absolutely. to the screen. Absolutely. Yeah. 
We go to Harry from Houston. Holy shit, what a show. The ending was fine, but this Riddle versus Dane feud has been weird, and it hasn't really progressed beyond two dudes fighting each other. Everything else landed pretty much perfectly. Mm-hmm. I also loved how they didn't even use their absolute top stars outside of Dream in actual matches, and it was still the quickest two hours of wrestling TV in years. Now we'll see if they can keep this unbelievable pace up every week. If they can, AEW is going to have to put on a hell of a show. It's so interesting because AEW, everyone's like, oh, AEW's a thing now, so WWE's going to have to step it up. And now it's almost like, hey, NXT's got the jump now on you, yeah. and you have to step it and up. And it's true. That was the first week. It, I mean, Cole was on it, but he wasn't... Like, he wasn't on it. On it. Yeah, he wasn't... Yeah. So you didn't have Gargano. I mean, Champa's out, but he's a character you could bring out there. I mean, I think they're going to save a lot for that first head-to-head show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a hell of a show, considering. We go to... MJ from NJ, our buddy MJ. I, I miss you, buddy, and I miss your jewel. Uh, MJ says, leaving brief feedback, only starting to watch now. Crazy this is happening. One thing I'm interested in is the indru- introduction of all these characters on bigger scale and from how long NXT fans have known them. That How that is done over time without dumbing down the product is of particular interest to me. It also indicates that who the audience is and they are produ- and who they are producing this for. Another aspect is how it pushes talent on the main roster who came from NXT and can't wrestle this style. How must the four horsewomen feel about this opening match? They haven't done a thing close to this on the main roster since. It was one thing when it was on the network, but now it's it's a night after them on USA. Follow that mentality could be awesome for overall WWE. One thing I'd like to see from them do, and maybe they will, is show replays of what happened during the commercial break. We know stuff happens during commercial break, so why not highlight it? And it's different than other brands. Lastly, a power move starting the show with O-E-O-E-O-E-O-E-O. He says he misses us. Come back. I miss you too. We should go visit him. I am. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, and that was the last bit of feedback. That was. That was it. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. We always appreciate it. Thank you very much. Tonight has been very fun. Yes, it's been a whole day for us. It's been a whole day for us. It's been a whole day. So, that was NXT. Thank you. We don't know. Maybe we had some more ears on the show tonight, as uh, we're going to have more eyes on the product on NXT. Yes, definitely. As NXT gets bigger, we'll get bigger. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, If you've been joining us for a while, this is where we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the Patreon that we announced at the start of the show. Yes, so we will continue to do a weekly Up Next show reviewing NXT every week. You can get that for free, no problem, no questions asked. That's never going to change. That's on us, no matter what, that's on us. You get to enjoy that for free. You get to listen to this for free. However, that doesn't help pay our internet bill. So, if you want to help, you can go to patreon.com slash upnext. And this is where you can find everything. You can see everything on our Patreon, which is officially up live now. We popped the bubbly for it ourselves. This is a, a big day for us. You see, we uh, we held a party. We once It all started with a whisper. With a whisper. We said, hey, why don't we throw an event, a takeover tailgate? And then we did it. And then we said, hey, why don't we start a Patreon? Because people, you guys were, were asking for it, and now we have. So um, we, should we go into maybe talk a little bit about what we're going to be launching? Because yeah. Well, um, I'd just like to promote as well, we will be on uh, John and Way's Cafe Hangout, where yes. we'll be talking about um, tonight's NXT, as yes. well as our Patreon. But yes, um, we have launched our Patreon. 
And we have a few little tears for it. Yes. So here at Up Next Podcast, yeah. we have some tears. And we're following the new format of NXT, mm -hmm. if you will. Titles, if you will. The first one. The first tier. The Cruiserweight Championship. It'll, yeah. it'll be... Two oh five. Yes, for two dollars and five cents, two oh five, you can be a cruiserweight champion. <laughs> this you one's... can be the up next cruiserweight champion. <laughs> this one's just a little nod of the hat to us from you. This one just gets a, a, a shout out on our show and a little form of, of thank you for supporting us. This is just if you want to throw a little a donation, a little thank you. It will get us a coffee. Yeah, it'll buy us the coffee when we have to watch yep. uh, some more wrestling now. Uh, yeah, this one's just a little bit. We we don't know really what to expect with this at all, but we figure some people don't really want to uh, spend and, and don't need more shows from us. They're like, cool, we like the one show, that's it. But I do like you. If you want to tip your hat and uh, throw us a bone, well, this is how you can do it. And you can be uh, a cruiserweight champion. And you can also listen to that episode zero. Uh, yes, we've made dollars. that one for for so that. So, yeah. if you want to listen to that, because yeah. you might be, I don't know if I want to hop on board for a, exactly for anything more than that. And you like what you listen to, maybe you will want to upgrade. Okay, but that is tier one. Upgrading. Let's go to the North American Championship. This is the work rate tier. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, with this tier, you get extra content. You see, we need your help to create content, and this is what you'll get. You'll get. Brand new shows from us every week. We're going to create brand new shows, series of shows. One of them is going to be called Was Next. Yeah. We're going to go back to when NXT first started and we'll be doing week to week reviews, including some of the first stuff we will be reviewing is the first inaugural, inaugural NXT championship, uh, which uh, Seth Rollins is involved in this tournament. Big deal. Big so deal. we're going to be starting uh, actually tomorrow with, <laughs> or today, as some of you are listening to this. With the June twentieth, two thousand and twelve edition of I thought it was NXT. June eighteenth or June twentieth. Oh man, you got Ju me confused. June twentieth, <laughs> um, June twentieth, two thousand twelve. This is all on the network for you to watch. Uh, yeah. This is where Dusty Rhodes becomes like commissioner, and there's a match between uh, Michael McGillicutty or Curtis Axel and, and uh, Tyson, Tyson Kidd. Kid. Yeah, TJ. So awesome. we're going back to the the first of the full sale era. So, uh, we also do a lot of movie reviews here at the BDE, and we're still going to put out movie reviews for free every now and then. Now, we just finished doing the prequels of Star Wars. You can go listen to those for free on uh, postwrestling.com and wherever you get It's on our Up Next feed. Those are all free. But we're going to continue to do movie reviews, including uh, other ones. Uh, Halloween's coming up, so we're going to do a bunch of horror stuff. Again, we'll release some ones for free, and then we will put uh, extra ones uh, onto this here on the Patreon, uh, we're going to be doing something called—is uh, it uh, best match ever best or, match ever. or things like that? We're going to basically, you know, David loves uh, Gargano versus Almas, Almas versus Gargano and Chill. Well, I want to put to the test other matches that can stand to be called the greatest match ever. So we're going to be going and dwelling, d diving into that weeks to come, months to come. Uh, we have so many other ideas that we don't want to tell them all. But so yeah, we'll be doing for this. Uh, this tier to start with, we'll be doing at least one bonus show a week. Now, we do have goals. So, depending on how many subscribers we get, we will be adding. So, if we get 50 patrons, that will afford us enough to be doing more live video stuff. Yes, so, more we're of talking these. live NXT reviews straight after on a Wednesday. We're talking takeover live reviews. Yeah. That's all something that can happen if we get 50 subscribers. Now, 
if the unthinkable happens and we get 100 subscribers, what? we will be upping from one bonus show a week, at least one bonus show a week, to two bonus shows a week. Excellent. So that tier, the North American, is $5 a month for these shows. But then we have one more. The main event, the headliner, the NXT world title. Yes. Now this gets you everything we just mentioned, all that extra stuff, but even more stuff, even more extra content, and we might even send you some stuff in the mail. But this tier costs $25 a month. I don't think anyone will do it. I didn't think anyone would do it. And then before we haven't even finished recording this show, a guy named Eric, a lovely, lovely man, has already signed up for this tier. So I yeah, love you, Eric. We haven't even announced the Patreon, but <laughs> we I think... haven't even announced it yet. I think he put two and two together and thought, hmm, maybe it will be called <laughs> patreon.com forward slash up next. And by God it was, and he has become... The first up next world champion. Yes. So congratulations, Eric. This is putting the power in your hands. Yes. You are the commissioner. You are William Regal. We're going to do something where you can pick something for us to watch, review. It could be a movie. It could be wrestling. It could be an event. Anything at all. You can even maybe join in and if you want to help us pick, tell us why you picked it and chat a little bit about it. But we're super excited. Again, patreon.com slash up next. Go watch. We made a video describing everything. You can read everything, all the tiers. If you want to help us create content, then this is how you can do it. Uh, we thank everyone who who's supported us since we started this. I've been doing What's Next for years and then uh, I decided to, to give it another shot and I'm so proud of what what me and David have created here. So uh, honestly, thank you to anyone. And hey, I know uh, some people like podcasts because they're free and I am totally cool with that. So if you don't want to help us with the Patreon, the least you could do is go follow the new Up Next Twitter account at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and give us a shout. Tell us where you are, how you listen to us, wherever. We love all, all you listeners. We love all the support because you guys have been awesome. We're doing this because you you asked us for this. Absolutely. And uh, we, we, can't, we can't appreciate you guys enough. We can't express enough. So honestly, thank you. So uh, NXT on USA means big things for NXT. It means big things for Up Next. Absolutely. So uh, we're looking forward to the future. We are Up Next. Yes. So is there anything else we need to say or can we wrap this baby up? I think we'll wrap this baby up. I'll say it one more time. Patreon.com forward slash Up Next. There is so much more on there than we've spoken about. Give it a read before you give us your money. But uh, <laughs> check it out. And thank you again. Thank you for tuning in to everyone on the YouTube channel. Uh, thank you for all your support. We've been having... Awesome tweets from people realizing that this could be big stuff for us as well. Yes, so thank so you. So thank you. Uh, thank you for Uncle D from the Cho for his Sega Genesis. <laughs> Dude sent us a Sega Genesis in it's the mail. It's insane. Um, you're if, you don't awesome. want to, if, if you don't want to sign up for Patreon but you want to send us shit, <laughs> I'm cool with that too. DM me, cool. Uh, <laughs> you can follow myself, my private account, Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. So you will find us every Wednesday night, early Thursday mornings, depending when we do this show. But we will continue to do up next strictly for you. We are your NXT friends. Friends! So thank you for listening. Take care, goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! Ahoy!